0: Hello and welcome to another edition of the Power Suite Podcast, presented by North Coast Sports. Antonio Castro joined again by Chris Van Dyne, and uh, got a exciting weekend uh, here at North Coast Sports. Uh, we are releasing our college total game of the year this weekend, and I really want you to jump on board with our uh, packages this weekend. Um, now, I got to re- I got to tell you, we we are fresh off our uh, NFL game of the month winner. Last week, so really happy about that. Had a disappointing week in our totals overall last week. Just our first uh, losing weekend, but I say that because our totals are so good. It's very rare that we had a, we have a losing uh, weekend in our totals, and uh, really like the slate this weekend. There's a lot of games going on, and want to remind you that top college total over the last three years, twenty-seven and thirteen. That's sixty-eight percent. Uh, over the last three years, Um, we really want you to get on on board on all of our plays. I mean, our college side selections, the month of November, hitting at an astronomical 79% rate, 15-4 and the month of November, our college sides are. Remember, a lot of handicapping services are are focused on not just football this time of year, but hockey, basketball, uh, you know, other things going on. Now, North Coast, we are football and football only. And again, this month, proving why we do what we do. 15-4 and 4 overall in the month of November. And uh, our college marquees are on fire as well. 12-2 and 2 run uh, on those college marquees. So really want you to jump on board for our entire weekend this weekend. Uh, different packages that we have. There's a lot of good stuff going on. I tell you what, if you call us, Subscribe for next weekend's Thanksgiving exec, which that price has always been the same for over 30 years that we've been in business at just $125. You can take off 20% off any of our late phone packages this weekend. So give us a call here in the office, 1-800-654-3448. Again, 1-800-654-3448. Pick up next week executive service for for Thanksgiving. It's just $125. That's executive. That's everything. All of our sides, all of our totals, all of our marquees. You get everything. It's only $125, and we'll take off 20% off this weekend's packages uh, when you give us a call and do that. So really want you to jump on board and really take advantage of that college totals game of the year that's going on this uh, this weekend. All right, now. As far as this week goes, I had a disappointing week uh, in, in the podcast, fresh off a 6-0 and week two weeks ago. Uh, had a losing week this past week. Here to turn things around now. we got six games that we picked out that we think we've got a pretty good feel on, and we think we can pick some winners out here for you. Uh, starting off... In an SEC action, we wanted to talk about Tennessee against Missouri. And then, of course, ESPN game day. Fox is also going to be in Columbus. Definitely got to touch on the Penn State-Ohio State game, let you know our thoughts on that. uh, Look at some AAC action. That's American Athletic Conference, Houston, and our favorite team to handicap this year, Tulsa. Kansas State is taking on Texas Tech. We're going to break down that matchup. The game. The big game going on this weekend, Cal and Stanford. We're going to touch on that game as well. And then we have a special two-star right out of the Power Sweep newsletter that we're going to talk about in Handicap Breakdown, Boston College against Notre Dame. But first and foremost, let's get things started, Chris. Tennessee at Missouri. Tennessee, both teams still clinging on to um, – uh trying to get that 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 six win so they can get to a bowl game both of both teams identical five and five records their next win uh whoever wins this game obviously is going to be bowl eligible six and four against the spread is what Tennessee is Missouri four and six against the spread line opened up Missouri laying five. Uh, Early money going in on the Volunteers. Missouri's down to a four-point favorite now in this game. Both teams, Chris, trending in opposite directions. Uh, Tennessee, they've won four or five, including three straight. Missouri comes in having lost four in a row. Three of Tennessee's wins in that span. They've been by double digits. Missouri, they've lost their last three games by an average of 22 points per game. So, yeah, one team is coming in hot. One team is coming in cold. Kind of confusing that the team coming in cold is the team that is laying points in this one. Tigers their injury riddled offense averaging just two hundred and fifty nine yards per game uh two hundred and fifty nine yards per game their last four games excuse me Tennessee they've held two s e c foes to their season lows in total yards and is number thirty in the f b s in total defense, holding opponents to sixty three yards per game less than their average so again, a hot Tennessee team great defense missouri's offense struggling. Uh, you know, I'm surprised to see Missouri as the favorite here, Chris. I know they're, they're uh you know, the home team, but I got to tell you, I'll gladly take the points. This is an improving Tennessee squad over the beginning of the season, and I wouldn't be surprised at an outright upset. I'll take the points, but I, I'll, I think Tennessee can win this game outright.
1: Well, you talk about, like you mentioned, two teams going in opposite directions. If you think back to the beginning of the year, it's amazing we got to this point, considering after Tennessee lost to Georgia State and BYU and, they, they weren't competitive against Florida, and, and I mean, everyone was ready to run Jeremy Pruitt out of town. Now they're, they're kind of loving them in Knoxville because not only is this team playing better, but they're playing with a lot of heart, a lot of passion. Juwan Jennings, the leader of this team, has stepped up and made a lot of big plays. The Defense, like you mentioned, has played very well. Missouri has lost four straight, outgained by 91 yards per game in a four-game losing streak. They've only scored 27 total points in four games, which is crazy to think with this Missouri offense, the way it's played in the last couple years. Kelly Bryant's hamstring still bothering him. He's not the same runner as he was, and when he can't run, he's not as effective as a quarterback. Uh, Tigers last four. They're only rushing for 95 yards a game, 2.4 yards per carry. That goes to Kelly Bryant not being as effective as a runner. Uh, Tennessee. Holding up their last four opponents, 85 yards per game below their average. Defense and quarterback, defense and improved quarterback player. Why this team's winning right now? Um, The Vols beat Kentucky on the road. Missouri lost to the Cats by 22 on the road. Vols have faced a tougher schedule. They've covered five straight. Jeremy Pruitt's five and two is an away dog. They've proven they can win games as an underdog. They've already pulled a couple upsets. And another thing is Missouri's not even sure if they can actually go to a bowl game if they get bowl eligible. So, you know, they're they right now they're sitting at five wins. They don't know if that sixth win actually matters. I, I, It's been so long for them that they were supposed to find out in September, and I think that you know, they could be even losing some interest. So uh, I, I definitely think that Tennessee's going to be the more motivated team here. They're playing better. They're more confident. I think Tennessee wins this game, and I, I'm with you. I was really surprised when Missouri came out as the favorite.
0: So take Tennessee plus the points. You might not even need them, though. All right, now going on to... what is the biggest game of the weekend uh, on the slate here? Penn State at Ohio State, a top 10 matchup here, Penn State. The winner of this game, the loser, I should say the loser of this game is out of the Big Ten contention. If Ohio State wins, no matter what happens, they could lose next week and they would still make it to the Big Ten championship game. So a uh, big, big game here. Penn State 9-1 and straight up, 5-5 and against the spread. Ohio State 10-0 and straight up, 8-2 and against the spread. Line opened up despite this being a matchup of Two top 10 teams. Ohio State opened up as an 18 point favorite. The line has moved up an additional half point. It is now Ohio State laying 18 and a half in this bad boy. And, uh, you know, Penn State, they may be just one game behind Ohio State uh, in the standings, but I got to say this is where the similarities end in this matchup. I mean, Penn State's been outgained in three of their last five games. Ohio State has outgained all 10 of their opponents by at least 235 yards every single game. Penn State has allowed three of their last four opponents to finish with more yards than their season average. Ohio State has gained the most yards allowed by seven of their last eight opponents and is number one in the entire FBS uh, on offense, averaging 190 yards per game, more than their opponents allow. Now I know you're going to read some stuff. You're going to hear some stuff about how the Buckeyes have failed to cover uh, the last six years in the week prior to the game. They have the game on deck versus Michigan, but this year's Ohio state team is just, they're just on a different level. Uh, I think Penn state is vastly overrated. I'll say Penn, I'll say Ohio state, over three touchdowns. Their lowest margin of victory this year so far is 24 points, and I could see them winning this game by at least 24 points. I don't care that Michigan's on deck. I know I, we we had Ohio State last week. They were they were uh, in a look ahead and kind of seemed like they were unmotivated after getting ahead of Rutgers last week. This is going to be a different team on the opposite sideline. Ohio State's going to stay focused. They complete 60 minutes, and I think Ohio State's just going to thrash Penn State. Lay the lumber. Take Ohio State minus the points. Go Bucks.
1: Uh, it is Ohio State's biggest test to this point, uh, but they're well-rested after two easy wins. They, they probably didn't even need to field their, their their starters for the last two weeks and still would have won those games. But Chase Young's back, and, and he got a little extra rest too. So you got your star back on defense, and he's you know he's going to be angry and hungry, ready to show what he can do. Uh, Buckeyes defense holding opponents 171 yards per game below their average. Fields and Dobbins are leading an Ohio State attack that averaged 180 yards per game, more than their opponents are allowing. Penn State couldn't win in Minnesota, was outgained at Iowa, only plus 37 yards against Michigan State. And now you're playing Ohio State. It's a different team than you faced all year on the road. Uh, Ohio State has crushed their toughest competition so far at home against Wisconsin. They won by 31. Penn State's a solid team. I'm not going to call them overrated, uh, but they're not going to be able to run the ball in Ohio State, and I don't think they can stay in this game, Um, especially against Ohio State, who held Wisconsin to 83 rushing yards, 2.4 yards per carry. I think in the end, Ohio State, uh, they ask Penn State, would you like candy or a whooping? And Penn State's going to say, I want that whooping. And that's going to be it. Lay the points on the Buckeyes.
0: All right, let's move along to the American Athletic Conference. A little AAC talk here: Houston at Tulsa. A couple of teams that are going to be staying home for the holidays, but uh, nonetheless, uh, looks like a game that you can make some money on. Houston, both teams out uh, come in identical records: three and seven straight up. Uh, Houston's five and five against the spread. Tulsa six and four against the spread. Line opened up. Tulsa was minus four. Guess what? went down. Currently, Tulsa, you only have to lay three points if you're back in the Golden Hurricane. Um, you know, I gotta tell you, between injuries and red-shirting players, I mean, Houston is just limping down the stretch of the season. They can't wait for the season to end. Uh, the lack of depth has particularly shown up their last two games. Cougars held to just 62 yards two games ago against UCF, at UCF, and then, last week, held to just 49 yards in the second half. So, Uh, You know, that lack of depth and, you know, and, and them just getting worn out is really, really, really beginning to factor on this Houston Cougar team. Tulsa, meanwhile, they may have just three wins on the season, but this isn't your typical three and seven teams. Uh, In their last two home games, they lost to Memphis by just one point. They missed a 29-yard field goal, Chris, with no time left. They would have beaten Memphis in that game. 29-yard field goal, no time left. They lost by one point. And then their next home game, guess what? They beat UCF outright as a double-digit dog two weeks ago, and they're fresh off a bye. Man, this Tulsa team is looking uh, better and better each and every week. Uh, I say Tulsa by at least a touchdown in this game although I wouldn't be surprised to see Houston lose their third straight game by two touchdowns. Uh, Give me Tulsa we've been on the right side of Tulsa either picking with them or against them I believe their last five games in a row we've picked them on the right side and uh, I've got no reason not to like Tulsa this week I think Tulsa takes care of Houston no problem lay the three points Tulsa can win this game by a touchdown at least and again like I said I think Houston they've lost a couple by double digits and very well could so do so again this week
1: well I have to say uh when I when I look at Tulsa I I don't even really need to do much all I need to do is ask Antonio my partner here is like the Tulsa whisperer he's been amazing on these Tulsa games this year and uh he's right it's they're a good team they're they just lost some games close games against other good teams in the AAC with a little bit of bad luck um They've been in one-possession games with SMU, Memphis, beat UCF, outgained Cincinnati. Two other double-digit losses were against option teams. They do have trouble against the option, and guess what? Houston's not an option team, so you don't have to worry about that here. Uh, It might be one of the best three and seven teams in the country at the end of the day. Uh, Minus 14 yards per game, but they're holding opponents 38 yards per game below their average, and they're averaging 20 yards per game more than their opponent allows. So they're pretty solid on defense and offense. Uh Houston three and seven, but minus seventy-six yards per game, minus 113 yards per game away, minus fifty yards per game in the AAC. They're they're like you said, they're limping down the stretch. That they're, the they're red shirting guys guys are hurt. The the this is a team that's probably losing a lot of motivation. Uh 18 point loss last week, but it was probably worse. Outgained by 275 yards. Um, it just might be tough to keep Houston motivated with not much to play for, and I think Tulsa wants to prove that, uh, that they're still good enough and uh, you know get as their best record as possible, as best a record as they can finish possibly at the end of the year, possibly five and seven. So I think they're motivated to do that. I think Tulsa probably wins this game by double digits.
0: Senior day too, and you know they want to get take uh, let make the fans go home. Very happy and feeling optimistic for next season because this is an improving Tulsa team, especially on defense. All right, thank you for the words of encouragement there too, Chris. Really appreciate that. All right, now moving along, Kansas State at Texas Tech, Big Twelve action. Kansas State six and four straight up, seven and three against the spread. Texas Tech still clinging on; they can still make a bowl. They got to win their last two games to do so, though. It's going to be tough. Four and six straight up, six and four against the spread. Uh, line opened up. Kansas State was minus one. Actually, the line shifted. Now, Texas Tech is the favorite in this game by two and a half. So interesting line movement there. But, uh, you know, and I think part of that has to do with uh, last week's misleading results. Both of these teams had misleading results last week. And I think that could give us some extra value, us and you as a consumer, some extra value here in this game, Kansas State. They were double-digit chalk at home last week versus West Virginia. Now, they lost that game. However, they finished with a 23-17 to 17 first down edge. They outgained the Mountaineers by, a, by over 100 yards. So, that loss last week, yeah, it was a loss on paper, but played much better than what they appeared. Texas Tech, meanwhile, they nearly pulled the outright upset versus TCU last week. They only lost by two, but get this. They were out first down 28-16 to 16 and outgained by nearly 150. 50 yards. So while Kansas State, um, you know, lost last week, they looked a lot better than what the the final score looked like. Texas Tech lost close last week; should have lost by more than what they did. So very misleading on both fronts. Uh, the Wildcats' the run game should be able to find some success against this Red Raider squad that's allowing 552 yards per game in Big 12 action. And Texas Tech, they're 114 in the FBS, allowing on defense, allowing their opponents to gain 68 yards a game, uh, more than their average. I'm gonna go ahead. I'll take the gladly take the two-and-a-half points. I think Kansas State's going to win this game outright. I'll say it'll be close. Kansas State by a field goal, down to the wire type of game, but I do think the Wildcats can beat Texas Tech and keep the Red Raiders home for the holidays in uh, new head coach's first season there.
1: Well, you really have to respect the job Chris Kleiman's doing at Kansas State, um, taking over for Bill Snyder a Legend. It doesn't seem like there's going to be a drop-off like the first time Kansas State had to replace – uh, legend coach Bill Snyder, and kind of went in the tank for a couple years under Ron Prince, and until Bill Snyder had to come back revive the program again. I don't think Kleiman's going to have a drop off like that. I, I think he's already proven he's going to keep this program rolling. Um, Wildcats are hard to predict. That they beat TCU, uh, beat Oklahoma. Uh, blow out Kansas in a rivalry game, lose back-to-back against Texas and uh, West Virginia. But you mentioned that was a uh, misleading game last week, and West Virginia's game-winning touchdown came on a third-and-22 heave that was you know, a lot of luck involved there, not to mention the, the yardage discrepancies and everything. Um, Texas Tech must win out to get to a bowl. They're struggling on defense. They've allowed over 507 straight games. Kansas State has a nice defensive edge. They're holding opponents 62 yards per game below their average. Uh, 32nd in the country, and that's that after two straight losses, I think the Wildcats will be hungry to bounce back and get a road win here, so I like Kansas State to win.
0: Yeah, good points there, Chris. Good job. Uh, Cal and Stanford next now uh, for our fifth game that we're looking at here on the podcast. Uh, big game. Cal 5-5 five and five straight up. Stanford's 4-6 and six straight up. So Stanford has to win out to make a bowl this year. Uh, Cal is 4-6 and six against the spread. Stanford just 3-6-1 and one against the spread. Both teams pretty banged up. Line opened up. Stanford was minus 2.5, and, and that's exactly where it stayed at. It is still Stanford minus 2.5 in this game. This is the 122nd version of of the big game. Uh, this version, however, is going to feature a battle of backup quarterbacks. Uh, with the backups, though, I have I have more faith in Stanford's Davis Mills. Uh, he threw for a school record 494 yards last week, Chris, at Wazoo. Uh, Devin Modster, who's Cal's backup, he had to come back in last week. Um, he, he's completed 51% of his passes. He has a 5-to-5 ratio this season. I'll take Davis Mills over Devin Modster all day. This is the third time under David Shaw, that Stanford has been favored by a field goal or less in this rivalry game. And guess what? Both the previous, uh, the, other, the other two times that Stanford was was favored by a field goal or less, the Cardinal won by over, by double digits both those games. So I'm going to call for Stanford. I don't necessarily know that they're going to win this game by double digits because they are banged up, but I do think that they're going to win the game. I'll go Stanford by a touchdown, lay, two, lay the two and a half, and take Stanford to cover this game. Uh, 122nd version of the big game.
1: This is a tough game to handicap because it's such a big game and a rivalry, and then you factor in two quarterbacks hurt. I do favor Davis Mills over the uh, former UCLA quarterback Devin Monster. Uh, I wasn't really impressed with Monster when he when he was at UCLA, backing up Josh Rosen back in the day, and still not a fan of him right now. Stanford's minus 62 yards per game, minus 120 yards per game in a road minus 73 yards per game in Pac-12 play. So, obviously, those aren't great numbers. But Cal's minus 84 yards per game, minus 128 yards per game in Pac-12 play. So, you know, neither neither team is lighting the scoreboard up or uh, playing real well in Pac-12 play. Stanford did just put up a season-high 510 yards against Washington State. So, you know, that's a feather in the cap to Stanford's offense. Um, Bears just lost their quarterback. Garbers again. They've been held to 17 points or less in five of their last six. So the offense has really struggled. They're averaging 106 yards per game, less than their opponent allows. Number 124 in the country in that stat. I just, if I had to go one way, I'm just gonna give Stanford a slight lean, maybe four or five points. It probably won't be a game I play on Saturday, but I, I do have a small lean on Stanford
0: all right then moving along to our special two star right out of the power sweep newsletter and you know what i you know do got to let you guys know out there listening again appreciate you listening to this power sweep podcast uh you know the star rated plays in the, in the power sweep uh over the last 3 weeks nice uh nice winning record here over uh 60% we are at 15 and, where am I at here, 15 and, what, 12 and 6 NFL star uh, keys, 10 and 5, excuse me, 10 and 5, 67% the last three weeks the star rated plays are in Power Sweep, and this is a special one coming right out of the Power Sweep newsletter, two-star Boston College at Notre Dame, uh, the line surprised us a little bit, Boston College, they're they're coming in at 5 and 5, 6 and 4 against the spread, Notre Dame 8 and 2 straight up, 6, 3 and 1 against the spread, line opened up, Notre Dame, was well over two touchdowns 19 and a half currently uh still seeing some 19 and a halves in there but seeing a couple Notre Dame minus 20 in there as well so a little bit of early money on the fighting Irish here in this game and um you know I, I think Chris looking back at Notre Dame's 32 point win last week over a very much improved Navy team I think it adds value here to this game because uh with the underdog with Boston College I mean you look at this that game last week big win Navy was expected to stay close. We thought they would stay close. And, you know, 32-point outcome. You look at it. Oh, that was a blowout. Not necessarily. I mean, the Irish, they only outgained Navy by 50 yards. They were plus four in turnovers. And you know what? Notre Dame, they got held to only 110 yards in the second half of that game. So very, very misleading final score in that, in that, uh, in last week's outcome. Boston College, meanwhile, they're fresh off a bye. They're number thirteen in the FBS in offense. They average eighty-five yards per game, more than their opponents allow in that category. And uh, Notre Dame defense-wise, they're allowing nearly two hundred rushing yards per game over their last four games. And guess what? The Eagles—they've got some guy named A.J. Dillon in their back in their backfield. That's uh, just weighs 250 pounds and he's only ran for nearly 1500 yards this year so you know what I think Boston College they're not going to win this game I'm not calling for the outright upset but they have enough offense to keep this game closer than expected I do think Boston College will cover I'll gladly take the points in this matchup especially if I'm getting 20 give me Boston College plus the points
1: yeah, I really like what Boston College does on offense. They're they're uh but they've had some defensive struggles. I'll be the first to admit it. They're allowing four hundred and eighty seven yards per game, hundred and five yards per game more than their opponents are allowing. Uh number one twenty nine in college football and that that's tough. But uh they counter with an excellent run game. You mentioned AJ Dillon, number three in co- in uh college football with one thousand four hundred fifty-one yards this year. He has been a machine. But the key for Boston College for their run game, isn't just having A.J. Dillon. It's also having his backup, David Bailey, who missed the last two games. This kid, you mentioned Dillon's two fifty. Okay, imagine you have to tackle Dillon all game, and then they take him out and they bring in another kid who's 240 pounds. Okay, David Bailey, the backup, has 760 yards himself, 6.4 yards per carry, actually over a yard per carry more than A.J. Dillon averages. So they haven't had him the last couple weeks, which kind of slowed their run game down. Um, and I think with him back off the bye week, it's going to help keep A.J. Dillon fresh, which has been the key for A.J. Dillon. you got to keep him fresh, so in the fourth quarter, that 250-pound body just pounds on you. And uh, Dennis Grossel, the quarterback, since taking over for Anthony Brown has an 8-2 to ratio. He takes care of the ball. Uh, the other thing I like about this game is Adazio is an underdog, man. He's excellent as an underdog. 13-1-1 is an underdog. 8-3 and is an underdog against Notre Dame when uh, Boston College is the underdog here. So you got Boston College as the dog. They do well against Notre Dame in this role, and they do well in general under Steve Adazio. Uh, Notre Dame did allow 303 rushing yards to Michigan earlier this year, 5.3 yards per carry in that game. So there is some evidence that you can run the ball with a power run game, lining up two tight ends, just like Boston College does all game long. Uh, they wear on you. They're fresh off a of bye, and I think that bye week will help them fix some of those defensive issues so maybe they don't give up so many big plays and they keep themselves in the game. I think Boston College, I think they can keep this game within a touchdown. So I'm going to say Notre Dame wins this game by seven, which is well within that 19-point range.
0: All right, Chris, thank you very much. All right, guys, I uh, appreciate you listening again uh, to the PowerSuite podcast presented by North Coast Sports. And again, I want to remind you, College total game of the year goes this weekend. That top college total is on a 68% run the last three years, 27 and 13. We just won our NFL game of the month last week. We're red hot. Uh, just college sides, 15 and 4 again in the month of November. You know, I mentioned our college marquees are on a 12 and 2 run. How about, I mean, I can do even better. I can go 35 and 18 run, 37 and 18 run, excuse me, uh, overall. So uh, just an incredible, incredible streak. Again, we love November here at North Coast and we really want you to take advantage of uh, our handicapping ability in this month so you can get your bank roll up uh, going into the Christmas holiday season. All right, everybody. Again, appreciate you listening. Oh, you know what? I mentioned earlier uh, at the start as, as far as call in, get our Thanksgiving exact package, we'll take 20% off this weekend's package. You know what? We've been doing it. We had some success. We like you calling in. We like listening to the podcast, getting that additional discount. Chris, let's go ahead and give them an addition, not just the 20%, but they get an additional discount as well for listening to the podcast.
1: Absolutely. Uh, You can go ahead and call us, 1-800-654-3448. Give us the triple M code, make more money, MMM. Just say Triple M if you call in, and we'll go ahead and give you $10 off any late phone package. So that's Triple M at 1-800-654-3448.
0: All right, everybody. Again, thanks for listening in. Really appreciate it. For Chris Van Dyne, I'm Antonio Castro. This has been the PowerSuite Podcast presented by North Coast Sports, and we'll talk to you again next week.